Indie Lisboa Directors Talks é uma conversa sobre cinema entre a nossa equipa e cineastas presentes no festival. Descobra mais sobre os nossos filmes e acompanhe-nos em indielisboa.com. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the last Indie Lisboa uh, Directors Talk. These uh, talks are being transmitted live stream on uh, Indie Lisboa social media. Uh, and then it also it will be delivered as a podcast. Um, I would like to welcome and also to uh, to thank the presence of two directors that are sitting uh, next to me here that uh, uh, have films in the festival. On my right, I have Norika Sefa. She's the director of Looking for Venera. Uh, the film is... Uh, Uh, in the, at the festival and she's competing for the best international feature which is a section that we have for the best first, second or third feature from uh, director and also here on my left I have Bent Fliegoff and he's the director of Forest I See You Everywhere uh, which is uh, programmed in the section Silvestre in the compact, competitive section of Silvestre so The thing is, both of your films have already screened at the festival now, but still you are waiting for jury's decision, so maybe you can go home with prizes, um, which means also that the films can, can be screened again at the last two days of the festival, which is the, the 7th and the 8th. Um, I want to, to thank you. Uh, thank you for being here, and I hope we'll have a very uh, interesting conversation about your films and hopefully find some connections between both of them. And I wanted to propose that we can start, uh, if you could present a little bit the, your films for the people that are listening to us uh, that haven't seen the films yet, so maybe you can start. Uh, Okay, uh, first of all, thank you for having me here. Um, well, yes, last night I had the premiere of the film and uh, it was quite an interesting experience to actually be in the screening of my film within uh, the Portuguese audience because I think the reaction were completely different from any other uh, screening I was present at. Um, my film, uh, I would describe it as a kind of a piece, uh, it tries to portray a piece of life coming from Kosovo, uh, describing how it is to coexist in one house within three generation family and how much space does a character have to kind of articulate and grow on their own. Mm -hmm. When each of them are, have their own flaws and complexes, but because they live on a daily basis, they, instead of uh, taking their lives in their hand, they try to delegate life resp responsibility to something like tradition, morals, and some hierarchy within the family mm -hmm. as to move on. Mm -hmm. But uh, the film focuses on this uh, young girl who is 16 years old, and for me is an age that kind of it's um, trying to decide who she is. It's like uh, she doesn't take it for granted, this, this aspect. So as she tries to provoke a lot of things around her as to understand better about herself, she ends up provoking the others to think about uh, who they are. This is mostly. I re I somehow always refuse to kind of end up describing a synopsis because I yeah of course. yeah I thought like it's a really a, a film that doesn't depend or chase a storyline but mm -hmm. is based on the on the mood is created within the scene and putting together association and mindset of this character we try mm -hmm. to portray in the film. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
Thank you. Before before passing, uh, it's it's funny because while preparing this, I was thinking of three or four elements that would uh, bring your films together in order so we also can share about these common elements. And one of them that I haven't thought about it, and it made me think while listening to you, is the question of the house. Maybe we have the, the maybe we can uh, talk about this later on. Mm -hmm. uh, can you just tell us about forest? Um. Forest, I see you everywhere. It's, yeah. uh, this is a, a standalone sequel referring mm -hmm. to the first feature that I made like 19 uh, years ago, mm -hmm. long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, um, when I was in that position, I couldn't make films because I wasn't in the bunch of the filmmakers in Hungary. So my parents not, you know, not coming from the culture thing. And uh, it was a difficult situation and I had to do something by myself, my, uh, uh, with my network. And then there were 20 years when I made uh, very different uh, kind of films, which went uh, very well, because I, with that film, I landed in the bunch of filmmakers in Hungary. Mm -hmm. And then I made those films, well, I made like six of them, and then uh, and then I was out of the bunch again, <laughs> because the government has changed and uh, Mr. Orban arrives and so on. And then uh, I prepared uh, a feature film about the Chernobyl nuclear disaster, mm -hmm. uh, but the HBO was faster and uh, that pro project is ruined. And then all of the, even though it was a very well produced thing, uh, but in the last minute, it's uh, ruined because of that film. And then um, uh, I found myself in the same situation where I was 20 years ago, and I uh, uh, repeated that film. And what is that film? That It's called Forest. The first was mm -hmm. called Forest. The second one called Forest, I See You Everywhere. And um, uh, the, the, the two films has no uh, 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 similarity between the characters. There is no continuity with the characters. These, these, these uh, films are... It's, they are kind of psychograms of people who are living in, you know, Budapest downtown. Basically, that's the that's the concept to to to, to sneak into the people living room or bedroom and wherever they, where they live and they where they uh, 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 got their privacy. And then we are sneaking there and we, we see that kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. So basically that's the plan. And you know, in every city, uh, uh, wherever we are, whenever we are, this kind of things is going on in the rooms, you know? Mm -hmm. And it created some kind of, um, it's almost like a jazz, of the, how the people communicate with each other. You know, it's, mm. a, it's a kind of uh, pattern of the language, the state of the language in that moment. Mm -hmm. It was the pattern in 20 years ago, and now it's another kind of uh, pattern that I tried to catch with this film. So six episodes or seven episodes dealing with uh, 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 upper middle class people, uh, life crises, psychological issues, relationship issues, and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Not referring to the political situation at all. <laughs> that, that's also an important part. That's forest. I see you everywhere. Yeah. Thank you. I was, I was um, 
one of the things that that I was uh, thinking also of the, the, the Miguel, that uh, one of the directors of the festival that put up these matches of films, of course he, he has seen all the films, um, was, well, I, was what, I was posing myself, how, why would he have chosen these two films together? And the first idea that came to my mind also, it, it was the, somehow this idea of closed space or claustrophobia in a sense. And of course, uh, we can discuss these ideas in terms of narrative, but also in terms of uh, film language. Mm -hmm. And what I find it interesting is that in, in, in different ways, in both of your films, there's this sense of, at least for the spectator, this sense of claustrophobia. And we sense that there was some, some uh, goal by the, the end of the director to achieve this sense of claustrophobia in, in the sense of the village and also the house that you portraying. In your case, of course, it's, it's, you have the, these closed spaces and now you're telling us a little bit more about how it would relate to the idea of the city. So my, my proposal for us to start to, dis to discuss is how did you, if, if, if you've posed this idea of closed space and how did you, what were the ideas that you had also in terms of cinematic practice, practices? How, how do you film this? I start, okay? Sure. Um, well, uh, my intention was uh, really to describe um, this clash of energies in within one space and this uh, perpetual like uh, need to kind of maintain uh, order when there is no order, because for me, uh, family is such a complex uh, matter, you know, mm -hmm. like you take it for granted, but actually, uh, if you think about it, uh, no family can exist in peace because there are two different persons living in within it. But um, I didn't want, and nothing in the film is told directly. So you, mm -hmm. it's more in the feeling, it lingers in the feeling. Mm -hmm. You feel the claustrophobia, but nobody question it. And this mm -hmm. was for me very important. And because I decided to work with non-actors, this also led a lot of how we decided to approach visuals because uh, basically everybody's non-actor when it comes to mm -hmm. filmmaking. So when you approach these persons for the first time, and the casting took me a long time, for example, to find the main character, Venera, I casted like 1,300 girls mm -hmm. until I found the right person. And this why it was this the right person, because I wanted a, a a uh, young girl that is a woman, you can perceive it as such, but she's not aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I had to try to see who will be that person that could not get fast that punch of confidence of becoming a full woman with a camera or any artificial devices, mm -hmm. somebody that will not care about it. And of course, it's a process that you have to protect because she's very young, both of them, Darina and Venera, but Darina is not part of the family. She comes and goes and tells us about this liberty about space outside of the home. Uh, so when we casted her and we decided to work with her, then it was like, where does the camera stand and how can we portray the space from afar, because she should not be very seen and mm -hmm. see the camera and still have this portrayal of suffocation at home. And for me, of course, the suffocation comes because she's loaded. There is a lot of things happening and she knows she's seen and there is expectation towards her because she's growing up, she's becoming a woman in this very small community. But uh, she doesn't necessarily participate in this 
uh, stream of energies. Mm -hmm. So that the cam, when I mean, before I shooting, before I decided to shoot, I was doing a lot of rehearsal in the same space we were deciding to shoot. So I could see, because for me, this is a film that tries to capture something that is happening in the set rather than storytelling. I try mm -hmm. to bring that element in like while rehearsing. So when I saw that there is something happening, then I decided to let her perceive it the way she wants it. Mm -hmm. Because she she can could understand what is happening without really telling, oh, this is the story, we have to do this. And when I saw that happening, that I decided, okay, I will just take a frame of it and explain the movement in the background because I don't have to follow her to make her aware that actually we are pointing at this. And it became much easier because you feel everything happening, but you don't participate and those things come to you later on. And this is how you also as an audience, you become loaded without knowing really why you're seeing these things. So you don't grab, you don't grasp immediately the intention of things, but this is how like we can feel loaded because mm -hmm. you are not like knowing and because a film lacks this kind of uh, orientation uh, you know like uh, this establishing shots and then mm -hmm. uh, for sure this this is how visually we try to tell that but then uh, as about the home and this suffocation i mean i found this city that i decided to shoot very specific because it's such a weird city comparing with the tradition and morals we have in kosovo it's a city that has completely two worlds. It's a big mountain where mm -hmm. the rules are completely different from the normal house and city where there is a patriarchy and so on. And finding this very edgy nature, for me it was like, but how does this Kosovo people work mm -hmm. with these morals in such a very animalistic, you mm -hmm. know, country? And uh, of course this brought a lot of like, okay, so where, do, where is the liberty and where is the suffocation? Mm -hmm. And it's sad and pity to say that suffocation is at home which is the safest place in the in the film and mm -hmm. also in the tradition we have it in Kosovo mm -hmm. without having much space to yet yeah, to move and especially mm -hmm. having no now this is a more political issue but we don't even have visa liberation so there is no much reference to what is being free you know mm -hmm. so it's safer not maybe more free but it's safer at home mm -hmm. and this also uh, made us think a lot about the the energy between outside and inside and mm -hmm. yeah yeah I was wondering also about a force that's you everywhere. If you, 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 of course, the strategy probably you will say it in a minute. It's very different to to maybe achieve something that's in this order of claustrophobia. But I was wondering if if there is also this kind of um, well, this element of um, uh, uh, social condition in a way that also puts people together in the sense that very practical stuff like. They are there together because they they don't cannot afford a house to to live to get, to live in a, the different houses or if they are together because also they if somebody needs help it's way better to 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 achieve this so all these elements also contribute to a sense of everyday claustrophobia and I think in many different countries where you go and and to 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 go, I've already had this experience, to go into a mm. place where all different generations would coexist and we say this claustrophobia is there and we can all sense it when, just when we arrive there because we live from, from a different home. Well, I think it we are parasites of this. 
mm. like we don't even question this like do we afford the home because we are uh, growing and I'm not saying just growing with age but growing as human beings by reflecting into each other because it's mm. like a we are parasite of this coexistence mm -hmm. and this is what I try to portray in the film that actually you are moving on by seeing the others how they see you because it's such a close space mm -hmm. so even if you go outside in a different home you still need this yeah. subtraction you're like you need this to to be reflected into somebody else mm -hmm. because it's very narrow society yeah, exactly. so it's yeah because you were, you were also saying that in your film the the, the characters are more upper class so mm. i think yeah. this also changes this this dimension of claustrophobia mm. 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 yeah i mean just think about the society generally speaking like uh, uh, the claustrophobia is everywhere so you don't have to go for special spaces to 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 find it uh, and you also don't need uh, physical uh, what's that size to to feel claustrophobic mm -hmm. Uh, but even if you have that that one, like uh, like smaller rooms or just people to uh, you know force to each other, then you you just in a certain point you ask yourself why why this is happening at all? I mean we are we build up the society. It uh, it looks like it's not. It looks like it's just coming like mushrooms, but it's not true. It's a consciously build up society where we are living. It can be tribalism. It can be uh, urban way of living or that kind of strange village something where, you, where what you made. Um, but where, wherever we are, it's there. And the question is why we put this claustrophobia? Why, what, what, what's, the, what's the drive to build up this kind of uh, claustrophobia? And my answer is that the people tend to, including myself, we are tend to depend on each other. Mm. That's the thing. And sometimes this dependency turns to a jail, a kind of psychological prison, where you cannot really uh, go out. And there are several uh, uh, answers for that, why you don't leave that relationship. And I'm saying this because uh, for us, I see you everywhere, it's really about the relationship between people, what kind of uh, 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 dynamic wor uh, mm -hmm. works between people and how easily you see on other people rela relationship w w where's the toxic part of the patterns but how easily can miss your toxic <laughs> relationship in your life and mm -hmm. that kind of thing and also the 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 very bitter peel what I had to sw swell swallow swell Swallow. 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 <laughs> uh, is that um, uh, we, there is no such a thing uh, like I'm right with my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. What, what we have is just uh, uh, interpretations uh, meeting with each other. That's it. And we have to deal with it. For me, especially, it, it, it's a hard thing to digest. But I think all of us would, uh, 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 would be more conscious about it. What I'm saying now is that if I seeing a forest I see everywhere in the cinema, that's what I would interpret what I'm seeing. I'm not saying that that was my intention to show it. Mm -hmm. It just happened in the film. This is what I learned mm -hmm. from that uh, scene. 
And um, for us, uh, 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 for this, I mean, in forest, you see only uh, extreme close-ups, and that's uh, when the camera is just going from close-ups to close-ups. The close-ups not just on uh, the faces, the close-ups also on hand gestures and some objects. That means uh, when we, uh, with my colleagues, when we, uh, it's a very uh, bizarre situation because we have to, when you when you do such a film, then the casting, it's a production design itself. So there is no mm -hmm. difference between mm -hmm. the two because the landscape is the is the face of the actor. Mm -hmm. So we made, the, and that's very interesting to, to, to observe that kind of landscape is mm -hmm. uh, how, how the rhythm, how the chemistry, how the, how the connections going on and how the camera making this uh, flow between the two people and between the, uh, uh, and how it illustrates the, the, the dialogue. That's one of the, the questions that I was uh, asking myself while watching the film was, um, how, how did you how did you uh, work with because there's there's obviously a very carefully written text yeah. uh, and also very one one element that's very interesting is the way you choose to deliver slowly some very important bits of information, but what what is interesting is also. Um, I was asking myself, how did you manage to orchestrate the relationship between the text hmm. and the movement of the camera? Was it was this uh, carefully well staged uh, hmm. all of the time with lots of trials, hmm. or did you have this, this uh, the the camera uh, trying to look for some moments more or less and trying to follow instinctively the situation? Yeah, this is a very uh, crucial uh, question. Very complex question mm -hmm. because I think the, the DOP works uh, is generally it's a profession but you have to learn and you have to be you know you have to see all the updated films and then you have to know what kind of trends going on and you have to deal with the production manager with your dreams and so and this is a professional part and to be honest I made very different films with very visual styles uh, 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 and uh, and what I learned that the art part of the DOP work is that when the camera is on the shoulder, and if you are not, uh, you don't do the cho choreography uh, before the actions happening, you know, because then the camera it, it turns to uh, instrument rather than. Uh, uh, I don't know how that's something but you capture with but also it's like an instrument like a violin or whatever but you have to play mm -hmm. and uh, how the actors playing and there is a rhythm between the actors and uh, and, and, and the DOP cannot do uh, it's a very challenging mm -hmm. situation for them because they have to follow the, the, the reactions and I'm not saying that the other way of filmmaking is uh, not art. For example, in your film, mm -hmm. I found it extremely, uh, extremely well done. <laughs> Congratulations for that. How the how the actors was orchestrated actually mm -hmm. in the in the space. Yeah, I was and thinking the same when you. I'm, actually, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing, and and it, it. But that's something what the. 
DOP and the director doing together, in some cases the director put more energy for that kind of choreography. And, uh, but, but, but with this uh, very minimalistic thing, what we did in Forest, it's, it's a very huge uh, thing on the shoulder of the DOP. Because he has to be very present all the time. It's like I think it's like um, jazz music in a way. Like there is a, there is a lot of improvisation with the hand gestures, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and also the camera has to. Uh, I don't know what's this, but uh, pan pan, pan yeah. to to actors to the, to the other actors. So. Yeah, and and if the and if the scene is like fifteen minutes long, what we have, then uh, and the 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 DOP was paralyzed. Therefore, there were two DOP because uh, you couldn't do it uh, for like uh, eight hours to do this kind of things. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, oh, but we learn it, and 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 you know, and 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 to to mix these two things—the preparation and the written dance, strictly written dance script—combine this with the spontaneous acts. That was the biggest challenge for mm. me. To to because, as you said, the dialogues are very measured. Uh, if it works, then it's very measured, and then uh, but then the DOP has to be very spontaneous with the camera mm. sometimes. I was wondering the, the question of, um, because I was also dealing, while thinking about the two films together, I was dealing with this element of, in a way, mystery and surprise. We are very surprised in some moments of the, of the talks between these stories. Um, but there's also, in, in, there's also uh, well, looking for Venera, it's, there's this also, this, uh, uh, maybe you can talk about the process of writing and also uh, you have already mentioned a little bit about the way you 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 chose to put the camera because i think there's a uh, there's a lot of um, mystery involved in the way that we are constantly being denied some some basic elements that we as spectators are innocently looking for like some somebody if there's a, a main action and suddenly we don't see the face we only see part of the body and we don't even understand what the character is feeling i'm i'm, I'm, I'm for example there's this moment where she tries the black dress and we we only see a, a i think the a torso and the mother is on on the back we only see the back or there are more Commonly, well, this one we, we see more often, but still, like the kids, and we never see the dogs, but we hear the dogs. So there's this. How do you manage to to build this sort of uh, idea of um, spatial or visual mystery in a way, because it kind of deals into this unknown and almost anonymous way of action, which I think it's something that you're trying to say with your film, like in a very close and analyze that where everybody looks at each other and judges each other. Sometimes the actions, it's better that they are seen anonymously and nobody knows exactly who said that or who did that because there's always this uh, fear of being judged. Yeah, like for example, I just go from this part when you said like we see her back and then we mm. see in the back, in the foreground, the grandma is a grandma with her hair. For me, like doing this is a way to uh, to allow the audience to participate in the process of digesting the information we want to say, mm -hmm. because it's very not informative film. 
and uh, usually I avoid that. So uh, for me, it's a way that uh, when I see two elements together, then I'm the third one as an audience to decide how I would love to link these two. Because mm -hmm. if we would have only the girl, like we see the, her back, of course we would have an opinion about her back, the back, or the opinion about the dress and so on, because it's visually stronger mm -hmm. as an element. And I think we have this very, um, clear idea how we work with visuals, especially today when we have Instagram and all this social media, we know how to interpret visuals immediately. So trying to put the audience in the new disposition of how to relay the visuals together is how to make the audience participating in the information that is happening mostly in the air and not mm -hmm. directly. Because nothing directly happens at you in the family situation. There are things around and you can fit or you can exclude yourself. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, why it became so mysteriously in a way. Besides this, like as I told you, when you work with non-actors and then there is this question from them like, because the, a lot of people were chosen from the street really. For example, the brother of Darina, I said this in Q&A yesterday, so I remember that's the first thing. Like, um, I decided I bring these two main characters into this small town, and for the first time they met each other there. Mm -hmm. And of course they became friends because there is nobody else around them that they know better. And I followed them because I lived with them a long time before I shot the film, just observing and seeing like their taste, their reaction, and so on. So we go one night into a pub, and uh, there is this guy that, uh, the brother of Dorina that is like being super how he is in the film, like having this kind of impulses of and risk reaction. And immediately I was like, okay, you come with me because I, I have something for you. And of course, if you have these characters, you cannot betray them by giving them a script and then deciding how you want to film them. Because you are always so curious how they will bring this element you saw in a very natural environment, now in this very combined relationship in front of the camera. So, uh, when I decide to work with them, their first question is like, what is so special about me that she takes me from the street and brings me? So for me, the script and the film became a way to provide this situation so these things comes again out and by the end of the film, they recognize, aha, is this what she saw on me? Mm -hmm. But you cannot betray this process. You have to allow them to find out because otherwise it's so forced. Mm -hmm. That's why I think like the mother, like you know, most of the people try to explain this film as a coming of age film. I think who comes of age the most is the people that surrounds Venera because mm -hmm. they start to see, aha, but she's recognized because I did this. And to allow this process to happen, of course the camera has to be very static and you have to do a lot of rehearsal before. Mm -hmm. Not rehearsal in the sense like you, uh, you do, I mean, you see the mise-en-scene as a director, you understand where, why they are going to some specific place and what is happening between their body relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's how, uh, maybe that's why it becomes also a mysterious way of shooting, if you call it like that. Because what I try to do is, I always try to be curious of what is in front of me mm -hmm. as a director. Like, it's a curiosity about the things I am, I was choosing. So there is like it's very organic way of filming. Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, like I like a lot what you said about the camera not being very instrument. It's the same here, but mm -hmm. it's just that me and my DOP and my DOP is from Venezuela. He lives in France, and I chose um, to work with him because we worked in something very small before. But I chose to work with him because I wanted him to understand this idea of 
association together in one room without understanding the language. For me, it was not important that he knows what I'm talking to them. I wanted everybody to be so attentive what what is happening in the room, and uh, not know, aha, now this he talks to this. And so there was, even while shooting, this kind of energy in the air that we were all waiting for something to happen. And we got that, we knew immediately where the camera will be. So it's, um, you know, it's a different organical way to work with that. And especially if you were working with non-actors and with young girls, like young teenagers in this case, girls, because you cannot push them. They will betray you and you will betray yourself the way you talk to them. Mm. Very interesting. Uh, um, also, one, one element that the, you're saying, and I understand from what you're saying, that it's, it's a very organic, so maybe it's abusive to think of your film as someone who tried to, to direct in terms of fragments. So each one worked as a fragment, but at the end, the notion of collage or puzzle becomes more in the mind of the spectator than probably in the, throughout the process. But I was wondering the, um, the difference in the relationship, maybe we can talk, we can talk a little bit about this, about the relationship between f what it is to be, to, 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 build a frag to build fragments and also to, in the case of Forrest, to, to, uh, to work with vignettes, to work with short stories, in, and also very interested to know how the writing process was if, you, if it took a long time in order to collect the mm -hmm. stories, and also, um, I think in the Miguel was writing this, and it's very for me. I felt the same. This spectator, the audience, or we as spectator, we become, we are trained to do connections. So mm. we do, of course, these connections between the stories. Yeah, yeah. But also, my question is: Was there any other way that you thought about while shooting the film of connections in terms of visual, not only narrative mm -hmm. but also visual? Mm -hmm. From well, one the story visual, to the other. Yeah, the visual is simple because we use the same, uh, the, only these uh, extreme close-ups between yeah, people. Yeah. So the visual was uh, helped that what you said about uh, the to make that interpretation, which is kind of like uh, it's a pattern recognition actually. Mm -hmm. When you see two things, and then all, then you tend we all the humans tends to think that those things, just because they are front of you has some kind of connection and the next step is when we see when we think that the casualty between them mm -hmm. is also there so i have this because of that mm -hmm. and uh, yeah i mean um, uh, i kept it very i didn't really thought about it uh, when i made the film what kind of connection between the episodes uh, will be uh, I just made it in a way how I did the first one, which is uh, I make the stories which are bugging me uh, more. That's, mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the simple concept. Uh, but before we go into this, I, I really have to say that this is a, this is a film what I'm doing. It's just the second time I do this film, and perhaps there will be a third time. I don't know, but but it's important to to know that uh, that these films coming 
in that time when I cannot have any support for my project. So mm, okay. as that's, that, that's also important. So because of the, especially because of the choosing the stories. Because the thing is there are different type of directors. Some of them coming from the art, the fine art. Others come from the literature. I'm a writer. That means, and I'm, a, I'm not a, a poet, unfortunately, that would be easier i'm writing uh, prose you know and if you write prose that means you are over flooded with stories <laughs> otherwise you cannot uh, write prose and um, and that but i am also film i'm recognized as a filmmaker so therefore i i, uh, I that's the only channel that i can use to make this kind of things and when and and when I'm saying they are bugging me, it, I I mean literally. It's like I cannot sleep. I have insomnia because of some stories, you mm -hmm. know. And it's going on for for years, or just months. But still, they are very intense. And what I'm doing is simple. I just uh, wake up and telling to my wife or the <laughs> friend of my wife because she has a lot, and and uh, and for other people like word mates and and those people. Start to be excited about the ideas too, mm -hmm. you know. So, and when I feel this, they they understand. Uh, they they also have this kind of uh, obsession with this infection. But I gave them with this story. Then I feel okay. It, this could be interesting. Um, and then. And but that was very funny when we finished the film, and I give it to the editor. Uh, uh, of course, we edited the scenes before, but when we uh, wanted to do the rough cut, then the editor told me that, "Listen, okay, I just made the scenes rough cut uh, because these are uh, these are big scenes, like uh, 15 minute long uh, sequences," and uh, and and he's said that, okay, that's great, but just tell me what's the connection between mm -hmm. this episode and how it will turn to be one feature film. And I was shocked a bit because I never ever talked, uh, talked about it and I thought that it's not going to work in a, in a way, perhaps he's right. But then I just said, said to him, listen, we just have to figure out the, uh, the Approached towards that one. I have this and that and the the line. The, the what? Juxtapose. The link. No, the, the the connect. No, not the connections. The um, approach. Not approach. It's the um, when when I said and I say put the the episode one for this and then the four there. Yeah, uh, the order of the. The order. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> um, so I, I I tell I told him. Listen, we just have to figure out the order and uh, and that's it. We just let's let's uh, keep it in that practical way. Uh, and then we did it, and the vortex was there mm -hmm. immediately. And, and of course, for this, you need this pattern uh, recognition uh, 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 cognitive process to make the connection between the things. But I love to play with that. And I think I love to play with, play with that because the life itself playing with that all the time. <laughs> that kind of uh, pattern recognition. Yeah, we're always dealing with this. Uh, patterns and trying to in a way to to undermine our 
to go against the notion of chaos. So we always try to do this mm -hmm. order, little bits and, of order. And I'm not really in the film technique, but as far as I know, there is no such a thing like moving picture. It's like still pictures coming next mm -hmm. to each other in the order how you captured it, but mm -hmm. these are stills and something happening with a rolling or I don't know what's happening with the digital mm -hmm. thing and then your brain make the movements. Mm -hmm. It's calculate the movements between mm -hmm. the frames. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a deep thing. Yeah, I was, I was also the, the question of, of course, with the extreme close-ups, we are really attentive to, to, the, to, the, to the landscape of the face, to the emotions. Um, but there's always this idea of uh, the, the spectator being really near, uh, as, uh, near the action. And I also feel this uh, in, in looking for Venera in a very different way, but still the, the idea of trying to picture, uh, trying to depict a place where eyes, eyeballs are very connected and, and close to one another and always judging one another. Mm -hmm. So um, my, my, my question is, how, do you, how do, you, do, you, do you portray a little bit this idea, especially with the difference? Because I, I've, I've felt that there's a lot of things not being said. So there's this presence and there's this also maybe afraid of the things being said between uh, parents and, and, and children or between men and uh, women. So my, my question is, how, di how did you, did you uh, conceptualize this idea of uh, having a female protagonist, but also trying to, well, I'm not, yeah, that's the question, if you tried or not to build around this idea of, in a way, male gaze, because I've seen these, these uh, scenes, this scene, for example, where Venera and her friend go with their boyfriend and go to the, to the coffee, and, there's, and they say, oh, look, there's this man, and the men are looking at them. So in a way, there's this idea of men looking at women, but also women looking at men. So this circuit of... of, of, of uh, of eye of uh, gazes in a way, so I don't know if you if you can talk a bit about this uh, in your film. Well, I was not that conscious yeah, while shooting it, mm. but then I recognized it while editing it mm. that uh, because it become present. Uh, I, I edited my film myself, and then because the production was like, well, maybe you are too young and it's your first feature film, maybe mm. you need another eye. Uh, and then we found this uh, editor that actually worked in some film from Kosovo, so he knew the the way the things works. Mm -hmm. So we decided, okay, I will go for the sec like the the um, the lost hand, you know, like just through it. And then he also recognized, like it's a lot of about observation. Well, for me, it's like uh, when I live in Kosovo because I used I I live in Czech Republic and move back and forth and since from the war I was uh, like moving a, a lot around I left Kosovo when I was very young so I lived alone but when I go there I have this uh, feeling that I'm so observed and uh, and it's because of the weakness on really uh, being so strong to to have your own space mm -hmm. that you always depend on how the other sees you mm -hmm. And uh, it becomes uh, it becomes um, more um, how to say m more um, uh, present if. 
this is an age of a young girl who is really checking who she is and is mirroring herself around. But I don't know if it was this because I, I don't know if being observed in Kosovo made me think of this or like Venera pushed a lot around this idea. But actually I recognize this when I made the film. Like I was like, okay, I see a lot of things are happening just because of the looks. So I need to pay attention to this. And as about the male and female, I think, no, I didn't think about like, of course the male, uh, male doesn't articulate themselves as lyrically as the women. So mm -hmm. they want to make their presence by look because their territory is by their look. Mm -hmm. And it's inevitably, like it's not that I was pushing towards this, but it's how, how you, when you direct a ma man, immediately if you direct, like they tell you with your eyes, like I understand, don't go further, you know, like I know mm -hmm. my work now. Well, with women, they like to chat and they like to express themselves. With them, it's like a look and you know how far they're seeing their space. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was like this, how we worked even in directing them. Mm -hmm. So it became part of um, the film language itself. I was also posing this question because there was a very interesting thing that I've, I've seen that, that you were saying the, the, how did you end up choosing the, the role of the father? Okay, yes. How did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Where did well, you hear it? internet. It's okay, very big. okay. <laughs> so maybe you can talk a bit because I think it has a little bit to do yeah. with how mm. that someone can go into your film as an actor or, or non-actor and introduce this idea of, uh, let's not put it fight or conflict, but at least tension. Tension yeah. between the, the male and the female, the, the father and the, f the daughter. Yeah, because I think it's a good, it's a good uh, way to describe this. Because when I uh, met that this, um, this the, the father who plays in the film, uh, I was surprised. I mean, I could feel a uh, tenderness to him, but not a fully complete tenderness, or he at least was not proud of the tenderness he had. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, he was uh, kind of, um, how to say this, uh, uh, hiding it, mm -hmm. you know, always with this very present male. And then I understand that he has nine daughters, and I'm so surprised. I was like, nine daughters, but <laughs> why? Why do you keep making children? You have eight already. Why, you know, of course, there's a tendency to make a boy. And yeah. until they make the boy, they don't. But... Uh, okay, you have nine daughters, and each of them is like a lifetime. And the, okay, I decided, okay, I, pro, I, provo uh, I uh, try, because I was about to talk in Albania. I tried this combination about a man with nine daughters and Venera, the c character I already have. And it was a very weird mix when I combined them in one room, because there was nothing happening in the w w talking. There was a lot of looks and how he tried to understand her by posing himself towards her. And I was like, okay, this gap is, it's gonna give me so much, ten this, not tantrum, because I didn't start with that, like that, but a lot of potential to, to kind of work with this energy between them two. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Would be great when I watch your film, uh, uh, I, I thought that it would be, if I would be a producer, <laughs> then I would suggest to you, uh, to to make a film exactly in a way how you did this one and to do the same kind of story with, uh, with portraying a young man how it how he 
uh, entering into the because I also don't think it's a coming of age story. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It's simple because there is no coming of age story that doesn't exist because every story is a coming of age story. You know. Exactly. Exactly. So, Very good. Yeah. So, uh, but but mm -hmm. to 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 a teenage boy who entering into the world of women, even though the of course it's obvious from your film and that's my also my little knowledge what I have about the uh, Kosovo situation. It's a patriarchy. But even that, that would be very interesting to see what's happening with the teenage boy, how he entering in the in the sexuality. Or what's that? Is it sexuality? Not just sexuality, but the whole, uh, you know, male identity. Mature, yeah. Ma ma mature. Yeah. But I think I, I try to do this a bit, again, working just with the people I had, like with the non-actors or these personas I met, mm -hmm. I find interesting, with Nolibit. Because it's for me so interesting how he's also a bit, you know, re you can recognize it's, it's a, a kid grown up by the single mother. Mm -hmm. You know, I had this in Q&A last night that somebody actually said, is this true that uh, he, in real life, he is? Because you can feel this. And it's true. He doesn't have a father. And, uh, and the little boy, I mean, for me, Miri, the brother of Venera, is this kind of pure man that doesn't really recognize all these layers of mm -hmm. uh, how the society works. So is there a hint? But yeah. And, I mean, I can understand more a female part of it than a male. Maybe I would yeah. describe, but I would not yeah. understand it. So. Yeah, yeah, but but some because I would love to understand the way of th that logic. What the, what the males, this dominant mm. machoism going on? What kind of uh, uh, patterns going on? You know, it's very actual. It's it's a very important topic right now. Just to, mm -hmm. just to see what's going on in mm -hmm. Afghanistan. So that, what's the logic? How how that kind of things going on? Because um, I think it's it's a bit more difficult to portray that one, perhaps because what you said, I agree with that, uh, the the males are not that talkative about that, so therefore it's more, I don't know what kind of situation you would need rather than war and power to see, to, to, to show that kind of uh, 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 male patterns mm -hmm. would be interesting, especially if it would be done by a woman. Yeah, I understand. You actually provoked the good thoughts on me. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I understand you. I understand. It's it's interesting. Maybe just coming back to one last uh, thing, um, which is the um, let's put it like this: this opposition between closed spaces and open spaces or transition spaces. In, in your in your film, we see the house, and then but but you also have the mountain and you have the tunnel, mm -hmm. and you have the, the buses and the cars, which are, which are in a way uh, elements of passage. Mm -hmm. Passage, or the, as I was saying before, some actions and, and, and dialogues or, or conversations are in between these uh, anonymous, ongoing, uh, uh, apart from that closed space. And in, on, on, on Forest, I've, we've already tackled the question, the, 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 this dimension of, of the house, but I think it's interesting because you were saying that in a way it, is a, it, 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 it works or builds up as a sort of real life scenario of, mm. of the city, mm. but also we get sense that, of course, there's these themes of the, 
of the stories, like the guilt or the ignorance or infidelity or whatever, or the that really uh, the, the the one with the doll, which is very frightening. And so, if we sense that in a way, characters are trapped in their own feelings, and mm. sometimes they couldn't get out of it. Yeah. But and this is let's say, the, in a darker way. But mm. there's also the other, uh, let's say, lighter way of looking at things. And I remind us, some years ago, there was this uh, Pedro Costa. He had the, um, this opposition where he, was, he, us he usually said that the, usually filmed inside uh, uh, small, dark uh, mm -hmm. houses, and you say, okay, here in the black, we have the space for imagination. Here is the place where storytelling happens. When the characters go into this newer, uh, uh, open hair, white, white uh, walls, uh, so there's no space for imagination because everything becomes clear enough. So, and I also reminded of that sentence because also because of the ending that comes to the. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it too much. So. Mm. But also, the, the, my point is that uh, house is not only a, qu uh, a space for to be trapped in some feeling, but also a space for storytelling, mm. for a space for uh, exchanging experiences, exchanging mm. ideas. I don't know if, you've, if you relate mm. yourself to this idea or not. Yeah, it's, um, you know, for instance, about what is going on behind the curtain. It's mm -hmm. just we just go there and we look at it. It's about uh, we are selling out the intimacy of other people. Uh, <laughs> we can do that. It's ethical because I figured out this character. So their intimacy is my uh, intimacy. Let's say that. Um, and, and, and and it can create very uncomfortable situation for the viewers for the interpretation. Uh, f uh, and also how you transfer this uh, understanding to your own personal life and relationships. Um, but you know, it's that when we go home and we start to speak with that one who is living there, you know, whoever, it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, son, father, whatever. Then we 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 have a we 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 have a story with that uh, character, and then we are we have to play our character with with that, their character. But all of us has uh, all of us have very very different stories going on. You know what I mean? So it's like forest. I see you everywhere. This film is also about uh, how how the. How the dialogue, what we what we plotting with each other, how it's uh, how it make a definition about ourselves. You know, you have to have these little dramas. You know, you it's 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 easy to say that why you are exaggerating that the, 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 all those dramas that you have in your life, but all of a sudden you can you can find yourself in a very very scary place when you have no dramas anymore. <laughs> but it, we call yeah. deaths. You know, when you die, you have no problems and until you leave you 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 are a machine produce problems you know and you, you solve problems to to have space to create another problem mm -hmm. and um, yeah so all, you know it, this is also about like every film but especially for us this is dealing with a kind of uh, very thin um, distinction between the verbal 
language and the nonverbal mm -hmm. languages. You know, you see two different things. Foreigner viewers not really understand uh, 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 the the you know this um, this uh, this little pattern of the Hungarian language. You know, which are there. Uh, for 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 that you have to live in Budapest, but um, uh, therefore I was very surprised and very honored when the Berlinale competition uh, invited mm -hmm. him, and also when they give an award for that, I was like, this is a really uh, big thing, and I'm uh, honored. But but this is uh, okay. But there is this other level, which is the non-verbal uh, uh, level, and then then you also. See See the the distinction between the two. How it how how one of them is fake, the other, uh, and um, yeah, that's um, it's an anthropologist point of view. I think if I, I that wasn't my intention to do it. It just uh, happened. But if I would see this film in the cinema, I would say that that guy is an anthropologist, <laughs> but he doesn't work with some people in uh, in uh, in Botswana with, with Bushmans, but he is working with uh, Budapesters. You know, <laughs> that uh, that point of view uh, it's very strong in uh, in uh, Forest. Yeah. Now, if you want to say something more about no, I'm no. just so curious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, it was. I think it was a very good conversation. Okay, so I want to thank you both for being here, for having the opportunity to have this conversation with you, and I hope you'll be able to catch up the films. Uh, Forest, I see you everywhere, and looking for Venera. So I want to thank you for well, for thank everything. You for the conversation. <laughs> so Thanks. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye.